Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. It's the Sports Spectacular, powered by the powerful IlliniGuys.com. You know, even the Energizer Bunny steps back and says, man, you guys just don't stop me. Homecoming weekend in Champaign and a game that Brett Bielema, you know, has had circled on his calendar all year, even though he says he hasn't. Wisconsin coming to Memorial Stadium this weekend and the Illini coming off a win off the snide. And we'll see if they can get some momentum going. Larry Smith, Mike Cagley, Brad Sturdy. We are the Illini guys always stirring the drink over at IlliniGuys.com. We've got analysis on the way from Matt Stevens. Cam Cox, who handles the name image likeness stuff for the U of I. Well, he's the guy. He stops by later in this hour to explain NIL and tell us how we can get involved. And we're just minutes away from Nancy Fahey, head coach of the women, the women's basketball team, the Fighting Illini here. We'll talk with her. Uh, great stuff. Really always uh, enjoy uh, getting a chance to spend time with her. After four straight weeks of starting off the show, recapping a loss, fellas, it's good to get to talk about a win. Yeah, it is very nice to see the Illini coming off of a strong showing. Defensively, we've had a lot of confidence the last couple of weeks, at least in the team. And I remember uh, speaking of Matt Stevens, he said that we have needed to get a healthy tailback uh, back into the lineup. And looks like he was right. <laughs> Chase Brown is still running. Um, he's still getting yards, I think. Um, it was a great performance by him. And, and, you know, just they did what they had to do against Charlotte, and they won the game that they were supposed to win and uh, ran the ball like they were supposed to. I think there's uh, it's good to win a game. And, and, you know, the only bad thing is every time you win one, you think, well, gosh, if we'd have just done this, we'd be here. And you get there. But one thing, the really positive thing, I think the defense really stepped up. I mean, uh, against Charlotte, I thought they did a great job. Another another good week for Ryan Walters and the defensive side. The other thing I like about the defense is they got a lot of guys who are, um, you know, just getting their feet wet. They're still missing some guys. They've got some young guys that are going to be back next year. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty good unit for the next couple of years. And uh, now if they can get the offense figured out, and who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Stevens, we mentioned that it will have uh, he'll be coming on here later on this hour. He had a great piece on LineIGuys.com talking about. Brad, to your point, that the great defensive unit and they're very young. Um, and so, like you said, these are some guys that can kind of uh, begin to build just now begin to kind of figure things out, if you will. Uh, yeah, neither team is, it has been able to throw the ball consistently. You know, I know Illinois fans like to criticize their quarterback play. Wisconsin might be as bad or, or worse. And so it, it's been a struggle for both teams to put points on the board, to sustain drives. Um, both defenses, Wisconsin's defense is, is good. They're good. Um, but they, you know, their offense puts so much pressure on their defense. They've struggled against the, the high level teams they're playing. Now I think Brett Bielema, obviously he, this is a game he can say he doesn't looking at this, but you know, as well as I do, he's, he's wanting the, he wanting to win this game. Yeah. These, these two offenses are a battle of the movable object against the resistible force. And we're going <laughs> to see which one falls apart first. And, and I got to be honest with you, you know, uh, two weeks ago, I would have told you this was a 30 point game. I'm not certain what's going to happen, but do I you feel mean pre- total. 
Right. You mean total, right? <laughs> exactly. 30 points total. Yeah. Yeah. 30 points total. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, I'm starting to have flashbacks of my debut as a fan as, of the Illini when I watched the zero to zero tie um, from the end zone for the $2 ticket. Um, and I'm really worried that, will we see something similar to that? Will we have a, will we have a, a seven to three game? I hope not, but you know, I, let's, let's give this defense a chance. Maybe it'll be the other quarterback who makes the bigger mistake and Illinois walks away with a win. Yeah. And how about the special teams chance for the punter to, to extend his leg? And uh, cause this, this may be just a punt fest back and forth. That may be the, that's maybe a good bet is what you're over under on punts. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if it comes down to kicking game, I like Illinois chances. Let's yep. go with our kicker and punter, baby. Yeah. Cause we only, we, we played the game last week against Charlotte with one leg tied behind our back because we only allowed one we only allowed our guy to punt once i mean come on our secret weapon didn't get out on the field enough <laughs> mvp Blake Hayes. <laughs> that's right that's right we're going to talk more about this a bit later but i want to get your thoughts right now um boy the running game looked good given it was charlotte not the best run defense uh, out there um what 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 confidence or does it excite you at all um, that they can do that again, or that they've got things figured out in the running game um, against this Wisconsin defense that, again, is a much better run defense, but can they make it happen against the Badgers? I think they, they're going to have to run the ball. I mean, and they're not going to run it the same way they did against Charlotte, obviously, but you can get – they can get four-yard runs. I thought Tony Peterson called a really good game, uh, putting them in position to succeed. I think they're still going to have to, at some point, connect on one of these deep balls because um, they're getting man-to-man coverage. They get single coverage, throw it up. Somebody's going to make a play. And if somebody makes a play, then that really opens things up for Illinois, and maybe they get it one one big play, and it can really change the game. Yeah, all the, those running backs are good. They just need to have a defense that has to play the pass a little bit. And I think that's what – if Brandon Peters can just hit a few of the easy ones, I think we could be in a position – to take advantage. You're right. It doesn't take much. Well, it's a coming home of sorts for Brett Bielema, the longtime Wisconsin assistant and head coach. Now matching wits with his former assistant, Paul Chris, we'll hear from Coach Bielema and his thoughts on this game coming up in just a bit. But up next in our Newsmaker line, it is uh, the head coach of the women's fighting Illini basketball team. Nancy Fay joins us and we'll talk about this uh, coming season and expectations for the fighting Illini and also uh, how we can achieve parity in the college game when it comes to both the men and the women. Nancy Faye standing by up next. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. 
Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Paramedic, firefighter, police officer. Different job titles, one common goal, to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular continues right now here on the Illini Guys Radio Network. And time now for our Newsmaker segment presented by Busey Bank. Really excited to have on with us right now the head basketball coach of the women's Illini team, Nancy Fahey, is here. Uh, Nancy, it is great to meet you. You and I haven't had a chance to meet. Um, so let me say a very belated welcome to U of I, although I'm, I'm, I'm three years late now. This is year four for you, right? Actually, it's year five. But oh, my goodness. Me, no, when you count COVID, a lot of us want to just go four. So I'll take four. <laughs> Uh, so there we go. Um, tell us a little bit, uh, for those who don't know, about uh, about Nancy Fahey. You know, uh, I, I grew up in Wisconsin. I had the fortunate uh, opportunity to play uh, at the University of Wisconsin uh, a long time ago. I got out of college, and quite frankly, my dad told me, you know, just because you play basketball doesn't mean you can uh, be a good coach. You better get a job with that. So I actually went the high school route first. Uh, coached in Johnsburg High School in, in Illinois, had some success there. Uh, and then I, I took a six-hour uh, radius from uh, my home in Wisconsin because I, I, I'm kind of a person that is family values and being home is really important to me. So ended up in St. Louis, which was just on that six-hour you know, radius of me making it home. Had the opportunity to coach at Washington University in St. Louis. And uh, I, I was there for quite some time, actually 30, 31, 30 plus years had a lot of success there. And then this job came open and you know, it, it was an opportunity of a lifetime to try to, um, you know, get a, get a program that obviously we were trying to keep going, get it going here and come from success and uh, as excited as all heck to, to be here at the University of Illinois. Yeah, we are excited to be here. And I know when uh, when Josh hired you um, and excuse me, my COVID fog for losing a year. I guess uh, that's what I'll blame that on. Uh, when you were hired right away, um, said, wow. I mean, you know, um, I was familiar with, with what you had done on that level. Um, what a challenge it's been here to bring back some, some pride to a program that had really kind of fallen off. And we saw that with a lot of programs in the previous administration. 
Um, what excited you about this opportunity to come here and, uh, and to rebuild this program? You know, you have to have a personality, and I think a lot of us have that of challenges. You know, I, I'd done something for, for some time, had experienced success, and then it's, it's like at a point where, well, can you do any more? And um, I had give, given all my, my heart and soul to Washington University, and then this opportunity of, you know, and I, and I was aware of where Illinois was at. And, uh, you know, to try to put your culture and stamp your culture, uh, it, it takes a little longer than you think. I, I have an appreciation for what we had built there because it was running itself. When you get into a new program, uh, I think a little bit of my learning curve was understanding that I had to be much more intentional about what that looks like and what that means to them. Uh, I, I knew what it meant, but, you know, to, to, to kind of be very clear to the players, and I actually think that COVID year, uh, in a lot of ways, gave us a lot of clarity on what it looks like, because COVID took a lot away from a lot of people, you know, and a lot more than just basketball. But when I'm just talking about the basketball world, you know, we couldn't get together. We couldn't have team gatherings. And it's an amazing impact on a culture that's supposed to, is built around that. And so we've been real intentional this year about, boy, can you appreciate the times you have the kids over to dinner? You know, th those small things. So it's been an exciting kind of revival for us after a really tough year. And I'm excited to have you guys back this year. As you, as you said, I know you've done um, some huge things on recruiting, got some uh, commitment over the summer. I know you can't talk about that, but um, we're excited with this young lady coming in. Um, talk about very quickly some of the, the the players you have coming in. The one that stands out is I know that um, we did a story on here on AlanaGuys.com, the young woman who transferred in um, from Michigan State and, uh, and some other players as well that you kind of have done some things with your, your roster to bring in some experience. Yeah, we, we, we were very intentional about getting scoring. We're just not scoring enough points. I mean, you know, if we, we don't play defense, we all know that. But our, our point production, so we're very intentional. Kendall Bosick, who you talk about from Michigan State, uh, we, we, we went after pretty hard at her coming out of senior year from Indiana. So when she came back, there was our, our arms were wide open. And uh, she's that stretch four that really is a solid player. You know, she does a lot of things right, uh, but she can stretch the floor. And then we uh, – Got uh, Sara Anastasieska from Duke, uh, originally from Australia. She's got that, like, you know, she's one of those COVID, you know, kids that's like 23 years old. And she goes, coach, I'm so old. You're fine. You know, but uh, <laughs> she's, she's given us a locker room, you know, maturity. Uh, and then we got Demila Brown, who uh, played for Chipola last year and ended up uh, in the final four. And she's a, a Juco All-American and she averaged 20 points. So there was there was definitely when this transfer portal uh, was to our, you know, worked for us in a very good way as far as getting some points and really scoring mentality players that when they shoot the ball, you think that it's going in. And that's a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Notice I didn't, uh, the young lady from Duke, I didn't try to pronounce her name because if I botched the number of years, I would have told her thrown that out and we would have, you know, and so, you yeah, know, I was sweating a little when I started, just so you know, but I got it. <laughs> exactly. Well, well done. Gold star. Uh, talking to coach Nancy Fahey here on the uh, newspaper line presented by, by BUC bank. And you mentioned the word culture. And it's funny that here on the show, we've talked a lot about that uh, over the football program. And I think that fans, sometimes forget and and i you know forgive me anyone you know don't email me don't shoot the messenger this is just a thought but i think we kind of get into a video game mentality where it's like okay if i if i play enough games it's just going to happen um and and that and that that doesn't happen it, it it takes time when you've got a system where you haven't had success and maybe certain results are okay um it takes time to 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 break that 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 mold and to get people to 
um, to kind of march and step with where you want and take them in another direction. Um, and it sounds like you certainly have experienced that. Well, I think you'll see, you walk in any gym, you see a bunch of posters, like we, you know, what, what they're about, what they're doing, what they feel. Um, and I got this, you know, just, I had to do some soul searching and someone where I read up this summer said, you can't be a poster. You got to live and breathe that. And you got to walk the walk. That's the difference. We all know how to put posters up, but the process of going through that and, and everybody says embrace the process. It is one. It's just some things you cannot speed up. And I know right now I've had a lot of good kids to this program, hard workers. There just seems to be a difference because when you are recruiting them, there's a, there's just a chemistry. And that's what people don't sometimes see. It's a, it, gets, it doesn't make any coach bad, worse, good. It's just you're, coach, you're coaching kids that know who you are and you get assistants that know who you want to recruit. And it just creates a synergy that is something that does take time. And it's in our world of now, you know, if you really want to build a bridge, you better make that foundation underneath the water really solid. Otherwise, it's going to break. Yeah, talking here with Coach Nancy Fahey, University of Illinois, Fighting Illini, women's basketball head coach. Quick time out right now. And then when we come back after a quick break, I want to talk more with Coach Fahey uh, about this Illini program, this year's team, and expectations, and also uh, parity in basketball. What, what can we do to make sure that the young men and young women, the student-athletes, are on equal footing? This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The Sports Spectacular continues uh, right here talking with Nancy Fahey. She's the head coach of the women's basketball team, the Fighting Illini here at Illinois. Um, coach, we, we've talked a bit about some of the players that you've got coming in. Um, year five right now, what are your expectations for this season? And, and, and how might they be different from years past? You know, I, I, we've talked about getting into the postseason since I've been here. Let's just be honest. We, we, we know we've got to break through. We've got to make that first step. It seems like when people, you know, get in the NCAA or especially even the NIT, there seems to be a, a momentum that starts gathering. And so, uh, you know, in the sense of not saying, hey, what do you got to do? I, I think it's really dangerous. Sometimes when you put that weight of you've got to win X amount of games, you've got to do this. Then what happens in the middle of the season if you're not heading that direction? I mean, well, let's just throw it away, you know. So to us, it's something you have to kind of go day by day. And we are we talk about this constantly in practice as being the moment. I can't control yesterday. I can learn from yesterday. I can't control tomorrow. I can prepare for tomorrow. But the, the, the reality is it's right now in this moment. And if we try to get a little bit better than we did yesterday, we'll be okay. 
Um, but we, it's stacking days, it's stacking plays, it's stacking all that. And that's the mentality. Uh, you know, when I, I won five national championships, those years, we never said national championship, you know, okay, let's, let's go at, go back to work, do the things we do. The scoreboard will take care of itself. We all knew where we were. Um, but to put that pressure, whether you're winning a lot or trying to build a program, I think is you got to be kind of wise in how you approach this with the, the players. Yeah, that makes great sense. And, uh, and, and wise words, no question. You and I were talking during um, the break before we came on here in the last segment um, about parity in, in the women's game. And you said something very interesting that, that I, I think people miss um, in terms of, you know, there are, there are, 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 are things in place in each sport um, that kind of level the playing field, if you will. And you mentioned something in terms of, of scholarships. And I didn't realize right now that, that the women's game, you actually have more scholarships to give out than Brad Underwood does across the hall. Uh, tell us right. about that and how, and how that changes the game for you. Well, uh, they used to both be at 15. Now the women are at 15 and the men are at 14. I know it has to do with gender equity number of scholarships given out. I think we can be creative on this. I, I just know when the, when the men dropped it down, a lot of guys couldn't all go to the same schools. You know, they had, a, that's a lot of scholarships that now get spread out. And I thought the parity in the men game really balanced out. So when you went to the postseason play, there was a lot of teams that, you know, were, Oh, they beat so-and-so. Well, you know, there's a lot more guys out there playing at different places on the women's side. Uh, I really think we needed to think about that. I know I probably, I might be on a lone Island right now when I say this, um, because I just think, you know, I love 15, but I think if we want to get the parity, it'd be really advantageous for our game and the health of our game to go to 14, spread that, spread those. There's a lot of really good women's basketball players. Let's spread it out. Um, you know, let's get, let, let's get different teams involved. Um, you know, we, we have teams that spot up every once in a while, but on a whole, it's a lot of times you see the same schools for a long time. Yeah. I mean, anyone who even follows it on a casual basis can name the four or five schools that are there. I mean, and, right. it's, and, and some have been there for 20 years and they're always the team and God bless them. Great. But, but you're exactly right. There's no question. Um, you know, it's a time right now. And I think we were mentioning that last year with the inequities that were pointed out and rightly so with the way the players were treated at the men's final four compared to the women's final four, there's a lot of conversation about that. Do you, is there some hope that maybe because of that, the, the some ears may be open now with the NCAA to make a change? Oh, it definitely opened ears. It definitely, those pictures were pretty stark and yeah. the social media blast from that. And an, an unfortunate moment turned into a rallying point, to be honest. You know, no one wanted to see that, but man, it changed fast. And if you didn't feel it on the women's side, I mean, I could feel it. I, you know, it's just, you can't blatantly do stuff like that. Um, it's just what it is. And uh, you know, with the, it's interesting. It's the 50th year of title nine this year. It's kind of a timely time for that to all kind of come into place. Uh, I, you know, I, I've been doing this, like I said, for, for, for almost 40 years. And, you know, when I first started this and the progress we made, and I'm, I'm, I've always said, I'm okay with learning this, you know, the guys game has been here for longer. Okay. And, and okay. They had to battle. We're battling. Uh, but it is, it's time. It's just simply time. And I, I often tell People, I said, if you have a daughter and son, you want the same opportunities for both of them. Take it home. Take it into your living room. Don't look it on TV. Take it home. Look at it and say, hey, no, no, my daughter, I don't want as much. I don't want to give her as much. I want my son to have more. I think that kind of takes it home and, and enlightens us what we really want. And so it's a there's a it was kind of uh, 
uh, eye-opening, but boy, is it, is it pushed the needle a little bit now. So I'm excited for us. Good. Yeah, I, I've covered college sports for 33 years, and I will tell you that I was surprised uh, to, to, to see that. And, and my experience with the girls game I will share with you goes back to the seventies. Uh, my first time ever in then assembly hall was at the IHSA girl state championships. <clears throat> at the time, it was still just a single A, just, just one class for everyone. The best player on the court was a young woman, huge Afro East St. Louis Lincoln. They finished second and then they lost a the title game to Niles West out of Skokie. She goes out west in a basketball scholarship. Um, her name, Jacqueline Joyner. People would know her as Jackie Joyner Kersey. Um, she was fantastic. And, and I think that for, you know, I really encourage anyone listening, anyone who says, what should I do this weekend to go out and catch a game? Um, because it is, it is, it is such a, a the, the women's game has always been to me such a wonderful, fundamental uh, experience to, to see basketball and, and, and the way it's played and the communication, um, and the chess match between you and the other coaches. Um, and this goes back, this is personal for me. Like I said, it goes back to when I was in grade school and, and going to those games. Um, you know, what, uh, you know, what is, I, I, I guess looking at this, this season coming up, and I mentioned again, in terms of, uh, of defining success, um, as a coach, how exciting is it to get a chance to see these young ladies that you bring in um, as younger women and, and see them leave your program as, as older women and having matured in so many ways, not just in basketball. And, uh, you know, we do this for a lot of reasons and I have a real deep, deep, you know, faithful reason why I do what I do. But one of the great uh, things to watch is what you just said is watching young. I love 18 to 22 year olds. Absolutely love them because they come in they're they're sponges, but that sponge is also thinking really hard between 18 and 22. And they're, they're trying to develop their path for life, watching them develop and just grow through those four years. Um, and I think every coach in the country, when a kid comes back and says hello, and you see, see what they've done and where they become um, and the moments that we had to share while they're here at Illinois um, are special. And, uh, I think if we, I think any of us, we just want to have impact on life, whatever we do, you know, and our impacts are different, but it, it's, it's a, it's a pretty wonderful job. Like someone says, you never go to work when you're a coach. <laughs> That's right. Because if, if you, if you don't like what you're doing, you're not in it for long. No. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. That's 100% right. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, we will leave it there. It has been uh, such a treat to speak with you. I hope you'll come back again and join us later on in the season. Um, and talk some more and whatever we can do for you here on our end, let us know. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. I love talking to someone that loves women's basketball. So we are on. Let's go. There you go. I can't wait to get to a game this season, Coach. Coach Nancy Fahey, uh, the head coach of the women's basketball team, fighting a line out here at University of Illinois. And again, uh, here on the Newsmaker line, we appreciate her time right now as they are about to end preseason workouts and about to start her fifth season at State Farm Center. We'll take a quick timeout right now. Time for a local break, and then we'll get back to uh, talking some more football after the timeout. Listen to the Illini guys, Sports Spectacular. Right back here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, uh, presented by, powered by IlliniGuys.com. And time now for our Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions. And we are joined today by one of the newest members of the DIA staff at the University of Illinois, Cam Cox. His uh, official title, if you will, I guess on, I don't know, he's so new, may not have business cards yet, but he's uh, uh, the coordinator of the Influence Program. Here's what you need to know. He's the NIL guy, okay? He's the guy that makes it happen. Uh, Cam, first off, welcome to campus. Welcome to Central Illinois. Tell us uh, just a, a moment, a little bit about you. 
Yeah, thanks, Larry. Thanks for having me. And I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be the NIL guy because that's that's the best way to describe it. Because Josh Whitman called me uh, about four months ago now, maybe a little less, and said, NIL's coming. Um, we're realizing how big it's going to be. We're realizing how pervasive it is throughout the different areas in the department. And we really need one person in our department who is going to focus on this and kind of be the central um, hub of, of a wheel that has many spokes. And so he said, how about you come do that? Um, and I said, well, Josh, that sounds like a little bit of a difficult job. I'd love to do it. Um, and so I came down here. And before I was doing that, I was uh, practicing securities law up in New York City. Um, so it's, it's a transition and a welcome one. And it's just been great to be here in Champaign. And just the entire Central Illinois community has really just embraced me um, my wife, and, and in many ways, our, our kind of mission to, to help student-athletes through the NIL process. So it's been awesome. Um, I will say that it, it's funny as we kind of figure out my title, right, because I think there's this question about what is it that I do on the day-to-day. -day. So I'm glad to kind of share that uh, with the Illini Nation and, and talk a little bit about how they can help, too. So thanks for having me again. Uh, absolutely. I know you and I have had a couple of chances to talk before, and I came away thinking this is the perfect man uh, for this job, uh, your energy, your, your talent and, and your intelligence and no uh, pressure and no pressure <laughs> at all. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. But, uh, I'm confident that, um, as we move forward, that, that you've got to vision, you share Josh Whitman's vision, um, in terms of what this can be and in the experiences that, that you bring, um, in your career. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Tell me very quickly, what has been that again, this is so new July 1st NIL jumps in, um, you got to campus around that time shortly after. What has been the hardest thing about trying to implement this uh, for the student athletes there at Illinois? I think it all comes back to education. And, and that's a great question because it sets up the truth about NIL is that while there's so much focus on student athletes and our focus is primarily on student athletes, there's a huge component that requires the engagement of businesses, alumni and fans. Um, and so it's education for the student athletes, but the other challenge is education for the external community, because I think there are a lot of people who are saying, hey, I really want to participate in NIL, I want to help out, but I don't totally understand it. And then even to the extent they feel like they've got a good grasp, they feel like they don't know how they can be impactful and jump in. Um, and then there are student athletes who are saying the same thing, who are saying, hey, wow, I know that there's a lot of opportunity out here. I see things on Twitter. I see things on Instagram. And I know that there's a way for me to get more money for, for this sport that I put so much time and effort and passion into, but I don't really know how. Um, and so I think that's always been the challenge is kind of educating people in order to empower them. And it's something that we take really seriously here at DIA. Um, and I hope that I can continue that a little bit for the rest of our time together. Talking with uh, Cam Cox, he is the NIL guy for the University of Illinois and uh, trying to help the Illini student-athletes here in the Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions. Um, for those of you maybe just tuning in or maybe you're not quite familiar, NIL stands for Name Image Likeness. This is a, a new program that the NCAA, for the first time, allowing amateur student-athletes to profit off of their, uh, their name, image, and likeness that they have uh, been able to cultivate throughout their careers. Um, tell me how exciting this is. To, it's rare that you get a chance to be on the ground floor of something with a blank canvas, and you're the one that's going to be setting up the programs and, and all of the curriculum that you would need to educate everyone that you're talking about. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's the part that I'm just over the moon excited about. There is such a potential in this moment, in this program, and specifically this group of guys, I'll get into it in a little bit, um, because there's so much excitement um, just in the Illini fan base in general about kind of the upcoming basketball season in particular, um, in all of our sports, right? And so there's this challenge of how do we take that excitement and translate that into opportunity for our student athletes? Because I think our student athletes know, well, the fan base supports us. They love us, you know, that we're all in this together. But I think that one of the strongest ways of fans showing that is engaging our student athletes in NIL activities. Um, and I think that teaching people the right way of doing that or fielding questions, both from businesses and student athletes, has been the best part. And it's so exciting because people are more creative than I am. Like, I, I am just not that person who's going to create like, some <laughs> off-the-wall thing. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it, it's stuff like just yesterday. I mean, I've seen this because it, it literally just came out yesterday afternoon. But um, TCCI Manufacturing, which is run by the Demersion family, who is very close to our athletic department, um, they engaged 21 of our student-athletes for NIL activities, right? And that was an idea that they had. They said, you know what we, what we could do? And they start putting things again. They said, well, what we should do. And then uh, what we would do. And the next thing you know, um, there was this kind of major NIL program involving um, athletes from every single one of our sports um, and headed by Kofi. So stuff like that has been really, really exciting to see that come to fruition. Um, but it's also been cool to watch and think about, well, what would I do in a perfect world or, or what can we get closer to? Um, and it's disappointing. Sometimes I will, I will say when you see people doing stuff, I mean, there's something that I saw come out of Kansas um, a couple of weeks ago and I thought, Oh gee, like I wish that I could do that. Um, or there's stuff that I've seen at Indiana. And I thought I was trying to do that. Right. Like there's a, there's a sense that in this new ground floor that those of us who look at it 24 seven, we're working towards some of the same stuff right? Um, and everyone's just trying to get there as quickly as they can, because I mean, I'll say it, I may sound like I'm, I'm hysterical here, but there's so much opportunity in the NIL space that engaging our student athletes for NIL opportunities and showing them and, and potential recruits that you're willing to do that, it's a borderline existential issue. Like, like I will say that, you know, we are consistently fielding a strong basketball team, um, men's basketball team. Our ability to continue to do that is in many ways going to be dependent on our ability to support our current players in a visible way in the NIL space. Um, I think that it's going to have a huge impact on recruiting to the extent it already has. Um, I think there are schools that we recruit against that are doing a really good job. I think we're doing a strong job, but I know the power that's here. I know what we've got in this fan base. And I really, really want to encourage people to tap into that and think about, okay, how can we really make an impact? How can we really help here? Because we're going to need it. Yeah. And that's the thing you and I talked about before, that there is not only a very large alumni uh, base when you talk about University of Illinois graduates, it's a very passionate base as well. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge you have day in, day out. How do you engage that large base and that passion and funnel it into here. So before I let you go, let's, let's talk about that. How do people get involved in NIL if they want to, to contribute and be a part of this? So there's a couple of ways. I think that, you know, step one, and this is what I challenge every listener to do is really take 20, 30 seconds, just, you know, as you walk into work or whatever, and think about something that you would do in the NIL space. It could be something as simple as, you know what, I know that 
my daughter just loves Andre Corbello and it'd be so great if he just called her on her birthday and I'd be willing to pay for that. Or it could be as big as, you know, there's some ways that I could, I could grab a couple of guys and, and think about their ability to publicize my company. And yeah, we'll say you, we'll say you own an apartment complex is an easy example. Um, I could get a couple of these guys to publicize my apartment complex and then I could sell two bedrooms and, and they could get a two bedroom in exchange for doing that because there's so little that is prohibited in this space. So really let your creativity, the creativity I don't have, <laughs> let your creativity run wild um, because the chance it's gonna be limited is just not likely. That's step one. Step two is going to be engage and reach out. So either you can go to Open Doors, which is our uh, third-party booking platform. There's a link to Open Doors on our Influence website, which links right off fightingillini.com. Um, a number of our student athletes are on there. Or sometimes if you, if you really want to get creative, it may be best just to reach out to me at kcox at illinois.edu. Um, and we can kind of talk about your idea, you know, make sure that it's compliant. And then I can give you tools to, to reach out and kind of pursue that further. Um, but it, it does make sense for you to take in action. And I challenge you to do that because some of the schools we're recruiting against, some of the schools that are um, kind of comparing ourselves to or comparing themselves to us, they're, they're taking action. So we want to do the same thing. Yeah, and we've been really excited with the Line Eye guys. I know I've already uh, bugged you several times with ideas, and and let me tell you, uh, Cam is great about uh, returning emails uh, in short fashion. So uh, and the lawyer in me, <laughs> what's that? That's the lawyer in me. I can't help it. There you go. No, it's a good thing, and it's been great because um, I'm one of those guys that you probably know. I'm always like, "What if? What if we do this? What if we do this?" And so, um, it's it's been a lot of fun. Cam, we're we're out of time, but I know we will have you on the show again. And um, once again, his email address: kcox at illinois.edu, and the other portal he mentioned is Open Doors O P E N D O R S E dot com. Cam Cox, the NIL guy with the um, uh, the DIA. Their University of Illinois. Hey, thanks for coming in, coming on and enlightening us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you the rest of the football season as we get into basketball season. And uh, and let us know again with the Lanai guys how we can uh, help university and help you uh, get the message out. Thanks a lot, Larry. Glad to be here. And I'll, I'll be glad when I get to come back. Go Lanai. There you go. <laughs> thanks so much. Cam Cox right here. Once again, on the Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions. Quick time out right now. We're back with more. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. This is Brad Underwood. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Right back here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, uh, presented by, powered by IlliniGuys.com. And time now for our Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions, and we are joined today by one of the newest members of the DIA staff at the University of Illinois, Cam Cox. His uh, official title, if you will, I guess on, I don't know, he's so new, may not have business cards yet, but he's uh, uh, the coordinator of the Influence Program. Here's what you need to know. He's the NIL guy, okay? He's the guy that makes it happen. Uh, Cam, first off, welcome to campus. Welcome to Central Illinois. Tell us uh, just a, a moment, a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks, Larry. Thanks for having me. And I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be the NIL guy because that's that's the best way to describe it. Because Josh Whitman called me uh, about four months ago now, maybe a little less, and said, NIL's coming. Um, we're realizing how big it's going to be. We're realizing how pervasive it is throughout the different areas in the department. And we really need one person in our department who is going to focus on this and kind of be the central um, hub of, of a wheel that has many spokes. And so he said, how about you come do that? Um, and I said, well, Josh, that sounds like a little bit of a difficult job. I'd love to do it. 
Um, and so I came down here and before I was doing that, I was uh, practicing securities law up in New York City. Um, so it's, it's a transition and a welcome one. And it's just been great to be here in Champaign and just the entire Central Illinois community has really just embraced me, um, my wife, and, and in many ways our, our kind of mission to, to help student athletes through the NIL process. So it's been awesome. Um, I will say that it, it's funny as we kind of figure out my title, right? Because I think there's this question about what is it that I do on the day to day? So I'm glad to kind of share that uh, with the Illini Nation and, and talk a little bit about how they can help too. So thanks for having me again. Uh, absolutely. I know you and I have had a couple of chances to talk before and I came away thinking this is the perfect man uh, for this job. Uh, your energy, your your talent and, and your intelligence and no pressure. Uh, and no pressure <laughs> at all. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. But uh, I'm confident that um, as we move forward, that, that you've got to vision, you share Josh Whitman's vision um, in terms of what this can be and in the experiences that, that you bring um, in your career. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Tell me very quickly, what has been that, again, this is so new, July 1st, NIL jumps in. Um, you got to campus around that time shortly after. What has been the hardest thing about trying to implement this uh, for the student athletes there at Illinois? I think it all comes back to education, and, and that's a great question because it sets up the truth about NIL is that while there's so much focus on student athletes, and our focus is primarily on student athletes, there's a huge component that requires the engagement of businesses, alumni, and fans. Um, and so it's education for the student athletes, but the other challenge is education for the external community. Because I think there are a lot of people who are saying, hey, I really want to participate in NIL. I want to help out, but I don't totally understand it. And then even to the extent they feel like they've got a good grasp, they feel like they don't know how they can be impactful and jump in. Um, and then there are student athletes who are saying the same thing, who are saying, hey, wow, I know that there's a lot of opportunity out here. I see things on Twitter. I see things on Instagram. And I know that there's a way for me to get more money for, for this sport that I put so much time and effort and passion into, but I don't really know how. Um, and so I think that's always been the challenge is kind of educating people in order to empower them. And it's something that we take really seriously here at DIA. Um, and I hope that I can continue that a little bit for the rest of our time together. Talking with uh, Cam Cox, he is the NIL guy for the University of Illinois and uh, trying to help the Illini student athletes here in the Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions. Um, for those of you maybe just tuning in or maybe you're not quite familiar, NIL stands for Name Image Likeness. This is a, a new program that the NCAA for the first time allowing amateur student athletes to profit off of their, uh, their name, image, and likeness that they have uh, been able to cultivate throughout their careers. Um, tell me how exciting this is. To, it's rare that you get a chance to be on the ground floor of something with a blank canvas, and you're the one that's going to be setting up the programs and, and all of the curriculum that you would need to educate everyone that you're talking about. Absolutely. I mean, that's the part that I'm just over the moon excited about. There is such a potential in this moment, in this program, and specifically this group of guys, I'll get into it in a little bit, um, because there's so much excitement um, just in the Illini fan base in general about kind of the upcoming basketball season in particular, um, and all of our sports, right? And so there's this challenge of how do we take that excitement and translate that into opportunity for our student athletes? Because I think our student athletes know, well, the fan base supports us, they love us, you know, that we're all in this together. But I think that one of the strongest ways of fans showing that is engaging our student athletes in NIL activities. 
Um, and I think that teaching people the right way of doing that or fielding questions, both from businesses and student athletes, has been the best part. And it's so exciting because people are more creative than I am. Like, I, I am just not that person who's going to create like, <laughs> some off the wall thing. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it, it's stuff like just yesterday, I mean, I've seen this because it, it literally just came out yesterday afternoon, but um, TCCI Manufacturing, which is run by the Demersion family, who is very close to our athletic department, um, they engaged 21 of our student athletes for NIL activities, right? And that was an idea that they had. They said, you know what we, what we could do? And they start putting things again. They said, well, what we should do. And then uh, what we would do. And the next thing you know, um, there was this kind of major NIL program involving um, athletes from every single one of our sports um, and headed by Kofi. So stuff like that has been really, really exciting to see that come to fruition. Um, but it's also been cool to watch and think about, well, what would I do in a perfect world or, or what can we get closer to? Um, and it's disappointing. Sometimes I will, I will say when you see people doing stuff, I mean, there's something that I saw come out of Kansas um, a couple of weeks ago and I thought, Oh gee, like I wish that I could do that. Um, or there's stuff that I've seen at Indiana. And I thought I was trying to do that. Right. Like there's a, there's a sense that in this new ground floor that those of us who look at it 24 seven, we're working towards some of the same stuff right? Um, and everyone's just trying to get there as quickly as they can, because I mean, I'll say it, I may sound like I'm, I'm hysterical here, but there's so much opportunity in the NIL space that engaging our student athletes for NIL opportunities and showing them and, and potential recruits that you're willing to do that, it's a borderline existential issue. Like, like I will say that, you know, we are consistently feeling a strong basketball team, um, men's basketball team. Our ability to continue to do that is in many ways going to be dependent on our ability to support our current players in a visible way in the NIL space. Um, I think that it's going to have a huge impact on recruiting to the extent it already has. Um, I think there are schools that we recruit against that are doing a really good job. I think we're doing a strong job, but I know the power that's here. I know what we've got in this fan base. And I really, really want to encourage people to tap into that and think about, okay, how can we really make an impact? How can we really help here? Because we're going to need it. Yeah. And that's the thing you and I talked about before, that there is not only a very large alumni uh, base when you talk about University of Illinois graduates, it's a very passionate base as well. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge you have day in, day out. How do you engage that large base and that passion and funnel it into here. So before I let you go, let's, let's talk about that. How do people get involved in NIL if they want to, to contribute and be a part of this? So there's a couple of ways. I think that, you know, step one, and this is what I challenge every listener to do is really take 20, 30 seconds, just, you know, as you walk into work or whatever, and think about something that you would do in the NIL space. It could be something as simple as, you know what, I know that my daughter just loves Andre Corbello and it'd be so great if he just called her on her birthday and I'd be willing to pay for that. Or it could be as big as, you know, there's some ways that I could, I could grab a couple of guys and, and think about their ability to publicize my company. And yeah, we'll say you, we'll say you own an apartment complex is an easy example. Um, I could get a couple of these guys to publicize my apartment complex and then I could sell two bedrooms and, and they could get a two bedroom in exchange for doing that because there's so little that is prohibited in this space. So really let your creativity, the creativity I don't have, <laughs> let your creativity run wild um, because the chance it's gonna be limited is just not likely. That's step one. 
Step two is going to be engage and reach out. So either you can go to Open Doors, which is our uh, third-party booking platform. There's a link to Open Doors on our Influence website, which links right off fightingillini.com. Um, a number of our student athletes are on there. Or sometimes if you, if you really want to get creative, it may be best just to reach out to me at kcox at illinois.edu. Um, and we can kind of talk about your idea, you know, make sure that it's compliant, and then I can give you tools to, to reach out and kind of pursue that further. Um, but it, it does make sense for you to take in action, and I challenge you to do that because some of the schools we're recruiting against, some of the schools that are um, kind of comparing ourselves to or comparing themselves to us, they're, they're taking action. So we want to do the same thing. Yeah, and we've been really excited with the Line Eye guys. I know I've already uh, bugged you several times with ideas, and and let me tell you, uh, Cam is great about uh, returning emails uh, in short fashion. So uh, and the lawyer in me, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? That's the lawyer in me. I can't help it. There you go. No, it's a good thing, and it's been great because um, I'm one of those guys that you probably know. I'm always like, what if? What if we do this? What if we do this? And so um, it's it's been a lot of fun. Cam, we're we're out of time, but I know we will have you on the show again. And um, once again, his email address kcox at illinois.edu, and the other portal he mentioned is Open Doors O P E N D O R S E dot com. Cam Cox, the NIL guy with the um, uh, the DIA. There, University of Illinois. Hey, thanks for coming in, coming on and enlightening us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you the rest of the football season as we get into basketball season. And uh, and let us know again with the Lanai guys how we can uh, help university and help you uh, get the message out. Thanks a lot, Larry. Glad to be here. And I'll, I'll be glad when I get to come back. Go Lanai. There you go. <laughs> thanks so much. Cam Cox right here. Once again, on the Game Changers segment presented by HX Home Solutions. Quick time out right now. We're back with more. You listen to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. We felt like we had a matchup where, where we had a favorable matchup running the football up front uh, with, with, with our line against their defensive line and their front seven. Uh, our running backs getting into their secondary and, and breaking tackles and, and what we felt could happen right there, but we still had to go out and do it and uh, give our kids credit. They started from the get-go and, and, and went through the whole game with that attack in mind and uh, and pulled out a really good run game right there on, on, on a good Charlotte football team. Illini offensive coordinator Tony Peterson talking this week about the Illini run game. Chase Brown and Josh McCray combining for more than 300 yards on the ground against Charlotte. Uh, it was a, guys, it was a beautiful thing to see. 
Yeah, I will say that Chase Brown and I almost added up to 300 yards too. So um, that's that's another way to look at it. No, I I'm pretty uh, I was pretty impressed with Chase Brown. Obviously, they did a great job against Charlotte. You run the football well. It opened supposed to open things up. So hopefully that will uh, open up the passing game moving forward. Yeah, and it was very interesting to see Chase Brown run through tackles that he wasn't running through a couple weeks ago. Uh, and and I really think that the health issue was something that obviously was legitimate. And it comes down to with the two backs that they've got right now, this team is really set up to become uh, the run first team that, that Brett wants. And it would be really nice to see just a little bit of uh, uh, consistency out of Peters, just a, a couple short passes, play action to the tight end and, and, you know, let, let somebody like Deuce go up and get the ball over the top of people and, all of a sudden, those running lanes are even wider open. Yeah, I, I, my thing uh, with the, uh, Chase Brown also brings the home run threat, which maybe Josh McCray doesn't have as much that top end speed. Although he did have one long run earlier, but Chase Brown, I mean, he, eighty yard run—that's uh, that's a, something you don't see very often at Illinois. And um, you know, so I think that's good. He brings that a- added element there. What I'd like to see is maybe using those uh, Daniel Barker. I, all he does is catch touchdowns right now. Evidently, he's like uh, one of those guys used to. All he does is catch touchdowns on the Vikings or whatever. When Chris, Chris Carter, Chris Carter, yeah, Chris Carter. But Barker doesn't have the hundred catches alongside. It seems like he can. He should be used more as a weapon offensively, maybe in the passing game. Um, I'd like to see that and, and give that a shot. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing some tight end action, and these running backs are going to allow people to get open. <laughs> <laughs> What did you just say, Mike? These running backs are going to allow people to get no, open. I, before that, what did you uh, say? Yeah. I, okay, let's move on. Let's move. Gosh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna save Mike. He's, we, he's thinking about Urban Meyer. Kettles is Urban so. Meyer moment. Back <laughs> you and I think alike. That's right. Hey man, I'm thinking top five. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mike is trending uh, on Twitter, folks. Trending on Twitter. We'll talk more about oh. the Illinois run game just ahead, and uh, as I get this thing back on the tracks, and Brett Bielema on what he has learned about this Illini team halfway through his first season running the Orange and Blue. This is the Illini guys' sports spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>